Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. I'm the Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello and welcome to What's On Your Feed. My name is Henny Soy. I'm on Wajak Noonga Buja. And I'm Rose Confetti on Gadigal Land. This is the podcast where we look at what has been on our feeds, on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Reddit even, anything that's a social media platform, we are on it, we are analysing it. And on today's episode, we have decided to go with a food theme. We're hungry. (laughs) Not really, we both just had dinner. But it is very (laughs) fitting for what's on your feed to do a little very meta moment of looking at food. I think so, and I do like to refer to myself sometimes as Head Chef Henny. Oh, yes. Easy when you live alone. (laughs) Well, you know, this actually started back when I was in high school and I was in food science and technology. None other than this hen over here was top food science and technology. Iconic. And I did have two sous chefs underneath me, i.e. my friends who were in my cooking group. (laughs) And if you're wondering, yes, they did have to respond. Yes, chef. (laughs) Train them early. (laughs) Okay, so food app. We've got what the fuck is pink sauce. We've got what's wrong with food hacks and a little subway story. What the fuck is pink sauce? Well, 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 this (laughs) is one of those scenarios where you see reaction videos to something Mm -hmm. before you see the actual content that is causing the controversy. Yep. So what has happened is a personal chef on TikTok, her name is Chef Pie or Chef P, she originally made videos where it was just normal people making videos on TikTok. It was really uninteresting. And suddenly she switched over to at the start of this month, making these weird videos where she was eating this mystery pink liquid. How pink are we talking? Because I really love like a Big Mac sauce. That's like a peachy pinky color. Is it more pink Deeper. than that? It was It was more pink than that. Yeah. It was fluoro pink, but like a what? dark fluoro pink. Okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I am biased because I absolutely hate food coloring and food. It's one of my strange pet peeves. I don't, I won't be eating a blue cupcake. I'm not here for (laughs) rainbow bagels. So I'm already against the pink sauce, but for the sake of the story, I'll let you continue. Oh, it's interesting you bring that up because she was eating this mystery pink liquid and people were like, okay, what is this? It was just randomly landing on people's For You pages. So she eventually announces that she's going to be selling this mystery pink liquid and it's called the pink sauce. (laughs) She makes it at home. And this is kind of where the problems start. She won't tell people what the ingredients are. Do we know if it's sweet or savoury? Okay, that's another story. (laughs) So people with allergies, um, dodge this one. Not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) And she specifically says that she cannot tell us what makes it pink, but claims that there are no artificial colours. Okay, well, thanks for your response. So pretty much a year ago, I wanted to come up with like this crazy, innovative, like off the wall sauce. And I was like brainstorming with my best friend. And I was like, I want to make a pink sauce. So she's like a vegan, like fake ass vegan, pescatarian. 
And she was like, well, if you're going to make a colored sauce, then it has to be natural. So that's when I started doing my research as to how I can get the color this way naturally. So it is 100% naturally colored with no artificial additives. And yeah, I can't tell you the ingredients that I use to make it pink, but it's pink. So people are like, okay, cool. So you're not telling us what the ingredients are. Um, what does it taste like? Her response, keep in mind she claims to be a personal chef, so you'd think that she maybe has a good vocabulary around to describe <laughs> what her sauce tastes like. Alas, she does not. She says it has its own taste. If you want to know what it tastes like, you need to buy it. Well, good business structure if you ask me. <laughs> okay, so there's a range of further issues within this. This sauce is $20. What? How big is it? A bucket? Oh, no. I feel like it looks like a bottle that's got 500 mils or something in there. You know, like a ketchup wow. bottle, right? Eventually, she posts that she's got a website where you can order this sauce off. And on the website, there's this pretty infographic that says it's got sunflower seed oil in it. It's got honey. It's got garlic. It's got chili. And then it has dragon fruit what that is what is making it pink is it savory okay well one plus one is not equaling two here for me <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I i feel like this is just all a bit random it gets deeper when you actually look on the nutritional label and it also says that it's got milk and vinegar in it and a mm. range of other ingredients that are not included on the infographic what I feel like this is probably important to talk about, especially the milk component. On yeah, the nutritional legit. label, it also says vinegar, but it's spelt incorrectly. Have people actually bought it? Yeah. Somehow, despite all of these red flags, and there's a few more coming up, people have bought this product. Wow. Um, on the bottle, on the nutritional label, it says, and keep in mind I said it's like an average sort of, tomato sauce bottle size so maybe like 500 mils says that there are 444 servings in it wait what <laughs> no this is like when they tell me i can only have one malteser out of the bag yeah and but it, it just mathematically doesn't add up no like, it actually there just are doesn't not yeah 444 tablespoons of product in there and <laughs> people have done the math and even the micros and macros don't add up Mm. And then the final red flag, actually, no, I, I lied. That's not the final red flag. I feel this is an evolving story, but there's a few more things. There are multiple videos that Chef Pie has posted herself of the pink sauce. Some of them are this vibrant pink I was talking about. Yeah. Others are pale pink. So there's no consistency in what the color is of this product. Eventually, the people who did buy it were saying, okay, it tastes like a sweet ranch. Why okay. could that have not been revealed earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because then no one would have bought it. I know. And one of the girls said, look, it doesn't taste bad, but I just don't want to spend 20 bucks on this. People are just not convinced that everything she's saying that is in this pink sauce is in the nutritional label. I needed to take a step back, <laughs> maybe get a team involved. 
and really consider what are the basic things we need to hit before this product goes to market. Do you know what I think it is? I don't think it's dragon fruit. Mm. I think it's beetroot that's in it. <gasps> Honestly, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I think that's more of a respectable thing to put in a sauce. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Why. I agree. And I say that because I have added beetroot, um, I guess, juice to things before to make Chef it Henny. Chef Henny. For a while, me and my friends were doing these food parties or dinner parties where we would have color a color. Thing. Yeah, color theme. So we did orange. We did red, we did pink. I don't know why we did red and pink, you know. They're <laughs> essentially the same thing. But alas, we did do pink. So I made like a coleslaw and I turned it pink with beetroot juice. It was still really weird though that you could taste pink it. original sauce. Oh, my God. I am the original. You invented pink sauce. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm striking up a copyright claim right now. <laughs> Now, along with dancing and last week we said makeup, another huge, huge, huge part of TikTok has to be food hacks. Henny, how often are you on TikTok or Instagram and seeing a trying this viral food trend or trying a food hack? I mean, we've done it ourselves. We tried the (laughs) healthy Coke. Yeah, I love cooking videos on TikTok and I have used some hacks. Some are more efficient than others. (laughs) One that I really like is when you're peeling a potato or a carrot or anything that you peel, you don't have to go in strips. You know how you would do like one strip? Yeah. You can actually just go furiously back and forth and (gasps) it shaves the whole thing. It cuts your peeling time in half. Did not know that and I will be trying it. I found a viral pasta recipe on Instagram this week, which is quite unusual for me. I Mm. don't usually spend much time on reels, but with Instagram's new kind of format, they're definitely promoting suggested reels more. So I Mm. am seeing them more. I'm not enjoying them that much, but regardless, I saw this video. It was a viral pastina recipe, basically a type of pasta by a creator called The Bast Fam. I think it's a family account. Basically... It's a simple pasta recipe with things mm. like butter and veggie stock. Okay. Watching the video, I thought, oh, yeah, whatever, basic pasta. Went to the comments. So many people said it's actually a baby food or a comfort <laughs> food in Italy. Damn, these babies in Italy are, like, having gourmet meals. <laughs> it was, to be fair, just, like, tiny weenie baby pasta with butter and veggie stock. Um, oh, I long <laughs> to be an Italian baby. That sounds Truly. amazing. But what I found really interesting about it was the comments on the video were very much like, oh, why is this lady making a video mm. about my like childhood and <laughs> saying it's a viral TikTok trend? So someone commented, I finally experienced what people from other cultures feel when a totally normal mm. long-time staple food is described as a viral hack we've come full circle a lot of people Mm. said it's something they've eaten their whole lives and then someone else commented okay i'm so done with the viral so-called hack it's a thing you didn't know about can't wait for the freezing water into cubes hack (laughs) i actually when watching this and reading the comments remembered a video i saw months ago before we even started the podcast i saw this video Mm. where a creator called that vegan babe on tiktok was making lentil wraps so it's just lentils and water and she was putting them on a pan and she was turning them into wraps so she could, you know, eat them. 
And a lot of the comments said that's actually Indian doses. I think it's mm. pronounced doses, um, not your so-called high-protein wraps. And it created this question in the comments yeah. about whether or not she should have been giving credit or acknowledging the fact that she didn't invent the recipe. There's no way she invented the recipe. And that's the issue is that people are actually claiming that it's like their recipe yes. and they've invented it and it's just bullshit. You didn't just randomly one day decide to blend lentils and mm-hmm. water and see mm-hmm. what happened. You've gotten it from somewhere. Yes, exactly. A creator called Pragadish made a really good video where they kind of like called out the fact that it's kind of cultural appropriation in the way that they're claiming that something that is from another culture is their invention. Uh, There were lots of opinions in the comments of varying degrees of support to this, but I did think it provided a really, really good example and this creator actually gave some really good examples of how people need to take on board what the comments say if they're Mm. pointing you in a direction that maybe you've made a mistake. So one of their follow-up videos said basically that, you know, at this point if you're making a video and people are saying, you know, you've actually culturally appropriated something that a lot of people in my culture eat, Mm. you know, you can just jump in the comments and just say this food actually originates from this region and it's called this, which some people Mm -hmm. have done. Right off the bat, you're more than allowed to make food from different cultures. All we ask is that you acknowledge its origins. Just like in the comment, how you called it spaghetti, calling it by its original name is already acknowledging it. And if you mess up and appropriate something, just take accountability. It's that simple. Here's an example. Gracie Norton recently made a golden latte video. People in the comment section let her know it's called Hollywood. And since she has a lot of followers, what does she do? She takes accountability acknowledges the origins of the drink and lets her followers know what it's about. It's literally that simple. It's the least you can do. Instead of sitting there denying that it happens and then trying to gaslight people of color. I just thought it was so interesting the way that people are very, very comfortable on TikTok having ownership on things and saying, I came Mm -hmm. up with this. This is my invention. I just feel like those people never (laughs) at uni... I used to have to put my assignments through like a plagiarism check. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And every time you would like accidentally write a sentence and then accidentally plagiarize something or you'd forgotten you'd read something or you read something and then thought you added your own idea, but you didn't have enough ideas. I just feel like sometimes people on TikTok need that, need a system where they could run their TikToks through and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't (laughs) read that two years ago and I've forgotten about it and it's not actually my idea. What do you make of all of this, Henny? Have you seen this and do you think it's probably a good idea for people to do a bit more research? Absolutely. And food is a really wonderful um, tool to explore different cultures. Yeah. And it's as simple as saying I've been uh, experimenting with this recipe from this place. It doesn't have to be a massive you know, monologue. It's just acknowledging that this isn't something that's new. And I think that is the core of this issue is that people are calling it like my high protein wraps when it does erase the fact that millions of people eat this as like a staple in their day. And it just, I know the intention is probably not to cause offense, but it does come across as 
ignorant. I, I genuinely think it's not done in an offensive way unless they do continue to ignore the comments that are politely trying to correct them. I think this has provided a really good example of when we do need to pay attention to the comments and try to listen to other people and maybe take on board some of their criticism and or suggestions. Henny, you have promised me a Subway story. I do not think of Subway often, but I do <laughs> I do have to admit you've intrigued me. You've intrigued me with a Subway oh, saga. Well, would you like to know about the time that a customer complained to me that they found a cockroach in their sub? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I know this is not the story that I've got for you today, but I, a tidbit about me. I did used to work as a sandwich artist. Just an Subway. artist. <laughs> That was true. I've still got my badge. It says <gasps> sandwich artist on it. Oh, incredible. A lovely gal on TikTok called Jessica Lee essentially paid $2,664 for a six-inch sub. No, that's too much. <laughs> when I heard that initially, I thought, oh, no, because, you know, sometimes you have to manually enter a price into a machine. <laughs> like, does someone hit a wrong number? Yeah. Um, what happened there? Um, alas, no. She bought the sub at, and it was a footlong sub, at Singapore Airport and she ate half of it and she was coming back to Australia. So she had the six inch on her way home to Australia and oh, no. she admits she didn't fill out the food declaration form oh, bit, um, no. properly. She filled out part of it, but she forgot to tick certain things. So when she got into Australia, she got fined the $2,664. Yes, um, for not declaring chicken and lettuce. Yep, yep, mm. because sorry, Subway, but that's how you get pests in the country. Exactly. And it has to be, it had to be paid in 28 days. So she was kind of sad. She was a bit stressed. And she was like, look, I know it's my fault, but I just want to vent, you know, fair enough, wants to vent. Yeah, it's a funny now, story. Yeah. And that, that story got news coverage. However, what I don't think has been covered as much is the fact that there has been a update there's been a part two oh. so subway decided that you know they're gonna do a little bit of good pr here um it's been a few years since they've been in the news around um employee wage theft so yeah. maybe they're yeah. still trying to <laughs> better the, the image of the brand yeah so they decided to send her a package and it was in a beautiful white box with a green mm. ribbon if you want to check it out head over to what's on your feed pod on instagram and in the box, they gifted her a gift card for Subway with the value of $2,664. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> in the box, they also had a bunch of merch like a bucket hat, socks, a bottle opener, oh. pens, shoelaces, scrunchies, <laughs> stickers, magnets, a card holder, keychain, playing cards, and a really cool like thermal water bottle. Oh, my God. I hope she liked Subway and didn't just get it because it was the only option at the airport. <laughs> Could you <laughs> Did imagine? Did she seem excited? Yes, she was delighted. And I'm going to provide a little bit of um, context as to why they might have that merch um, again, I, it, it's been a fair few years, almost probably almost a decade since I've worked at Subway, but they have this thing called Subway University 
and what? you can yeah you like learn stuff on subway university and you can get points and you can also earn points doing other things in store i can't remember what and you can use those points to buy things and it can be things from chocolate to movie tickets to subway merch incredible so, um the one thing she didn't get was a subway teddy bear which I have. I've got what? a Subway teddy bear. What? Yeah. He, he you wears... need to post a picture. <laughs> I'll have to find him. He wears a little green Subway shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what? what a bloody wild ride. Yeah. As I said, I do have a lot of Subway stories. So happy to throw some out Incredible. Well, I think, Rose, we need to go down a subway, get ourselves <laughs> a sub and ask if they've got any pink sauce to put on it. And then yeah. I'm going to go to Pasta Cup and um, ask them to make me some viral pasta. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Hi, can I please have one of the viral pastas, please? Yeah. Can I have the viral pasta Italian baby food? <laughs> one serving of Italian baby food, please. With that being said, though, this is the end of the episode. If you have enjoyed it, please give us a beautiful five-star rating and go give us a follow over on our Instagram, What's On Your Feed Pod, where everything we chat about is uploaded. And don't forget, you can always DM us the weird stuff you're seeing on your feed. We'd love to know. We will chat to you next time. Bye.